Welcome to Create Your Edge, a marketing podcast. I'm your host, Brian Shilligo. Every month, we learn about the history of marketing, take an expert-led deep dive into an interesting new marketing topic, and have a little bit of fun. It's been a little while since we've released an episode, but I'm sure everyone can sympathize with the fact things have been a little bit hectic lately. We're taking a short break from our normal format for this episode because we're joined by a very special guest today. And this week, that special guest is Dennis Reiney, founder and CEO of Premier Physical Therapy, which operates in Cape Girardeau, Jackson, and Advance, Missouri. Dennis, welcome to Create Your Edge. How are you doing this morning? Great. Good morning. I'm, I'm just honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We'll get into our main discussion shortly, but first, we're going to take a quick trip back to the 1800s for this week in media history. This week in January of 1838, I saw dates of both January 6th and January 11th, but I wasn't able to confirm which was accurate, so I'm just gonna go with this week in January of 1838. The first telegram in the United States was sent by Samuel Morse. It traveled across two miles of wire at Speedwell Ironworks near Morristown, New Jersey. Morse's patented electrical telegraph would go on to become the preeminent form of long-distance communication in the U.S. for decades as his design was more affordable than other similar telegraphs of the time. The end of the telegraph era came in January of 2006 when Western Union finally discontinued their telegram service. Now that we're all a little bit smarter, let's go to our main discussion and talk with Dennis about marketing from the perspective of a small business owner. All right, Dennis, first off, let's uh, go ahead and have you give us a little bit of a brief history and background on Premier Physical Therapy, kind of like where you guys operate when you were founded, uh, you know, how big you are, that sort of thing. Just some general background knowledge and a little bit of the history of Premier. Yes. So Premier Physical Therapy was founded in 2006 and we operate clinics in Cape Girardeau, Jackson and Advance. We specialize in orthopedic spine and hand therapy. Over the years, we've grown to a team of, of 23 and we look to be a, a positive influence to the communities that we serve. In fact, you know, our vision statement is that we glorify God in everything that we do, that we be a positive influence to others, that we improve the quality of life to the masses, and that we promote the standards, values, and beliefs of our faith and our profession. Fantastic. Um, awesome. So let's get into kind of what we wanted to talk about here, sort of our main topic of discussion, which is that uh, what it's like marketing yourself as a small business. You said you've grown to a, an operation of 23 people, you're at multiple locations. Um, so you're, you know, you're not, you're not a, a small business in the sense of being two or three people in their, in their house or you're working out from home or anything like that. Um, but you're also not a large corporation. So I think that's a very identifiable, it's very similar to the size of our business. Uh, we have around 25, uh, here at Creative Edge, we have around 24, 25 employees. And let's talk a little bit about how your, sort of your marketing journey and some of the insights you've gained over the years. So let's start here. Um, what are some of the specific challenges that you think that you've experienced over the years or that you've noticed uh, in marketing Premier Physical Therapy? Well, st to start out, I must have to admit, you know, uh, being a physical therapist at first when we started a small business, my focus was was probably on being a physical therapist and treating the patients. Uh, once you take a big risk, a big leap of faith, and you burn the boats per se, uh, there's a lot to learn. And I quickly realized 
that it didn't matter how good of a physical therapist I was, if patients weren't coming in the front door, then I wasn't going to be able to help people. So as you can imagine, I spent a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of resources on, on studying and pursuing knowledge in the field of marketing. In our business, it's its own separate division. We call it the promotion division. Uh, but our business is unlike some others. You know, we need a referral to, to, to do business, to see patients. Yeah. And that's both uh, can be a challenge at times, uh, also an opportunity. So uh, we're not like most small businesses in, in that sense. So when you say you need a referral, you're speaking specifically from a doctor or some, or is that how that works or what does that mean? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, to have your, you know, your treatment covered through insurance or Medicare or whatever your payer source is, yes, we have to have a script from a doctor. Okay, so one of the challenges in, in, that you face is getting people you want when somebody goes to their doctor and is experiencing pain or something, you're looking for them to ask their doctor to send them to you at Premier. So that's that, kind of the, the chain, correct? That would be the ideal situation <laughs> yes. because the choice is the patients and, and, and we honor that and we're, we're grateful for any referral source that has what we call open script policy. That, in, in other words, they let their patients choose. And that's what we hope for in a free market is that at the end of the day, uh, quality wins. We're just thankful for that opportunity. Originally, when you you said you started, you know, doing the marketing yourself and learning, um, how originally were like what were your avenues of marketing Premier like back in two thousand six or in yeah. the first few years? What what did that look like for you guys? Well, I've noticed some change. I've been in healthcare <laughs> for twenty one years now, and now I would call it uh, like a lot of other businesses. I would call it consumer driven, and and that's a good thing. Uh, people do their research now. Uh, the advent of the computer, the, the smartphone, and this sort of thing, and doing research and looking at reviews has changed all industry, especially healthcare. So that's what I've seen. You know, first starting out, again, having to learn the, the field of promotion, there are different forms of what we call marketing. Yeah. Now, at Premier, we look at it as our promotion division is two separate categories, and one being the PR division of public relations, and that's our definition of that is it's basically trying to be well-known and well-thought of. So you could say that it's our patient testimony, it's our referral source testimony, it's our influence that we have telling our story. Uh, but then there's the marketing side of it, and we classify that as basically get our, getting our materials out there, our, our pamphlets, our brochures, uh, making known the services that we provide to people. Uh, so we've noticed things from the beginning where we've changed from maybe just more of a print-based, traditional, uh, you know, direct mailing kind of marketing and, and this sort of thing to also now we're in the digital world. I mean, I'm here with you today. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's really changed some things for us. And we're uh, very grateful to have that opportunity to reach people in, in, with that media, if you will. Uh, it's, it's rapid, it's quick. And uh, they get a lot of great information about uh, what we can do for them. I think one of the things you mentioned that is really, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a unique perspective. I'm sure it's, a, it's not unique because a lot of companies do it. But I think it's something maybe small businesses would tend to not consider. Um, you, you said you kind of split your promotion department into two sec sectors or segments, which is your public relations and your marketing. Um, and I think a lot of small businesses might fall into the trap of just worrying about the marketing and just putting out, you know, well, let's get our name out there. Let's get our product, our, um, our information in front of people's eyes so that hopefully they'll buy our, our product or service or whatever. And I think, you know, your focus and one of your guys' successes has been on the PR side of things. 
and making sure that your customers know who you are as a company and why you do what you do as opposed to what just what you do. Um, and so I, I do think that's something that people, especially small businesses, should consider more is, is and we, Jason talks about, Jason Ray, the owner of Creative Edge, talks about this all the time, is sharing your why with your customer because that's one of the better ways to motivate a, a good customer um, relationship with, with, a, with, your, with your business is to share your why with them as opposed to just the what you do. And I think you guys do an incredible job of that. And it, it definitely is something that helps form a relationship and a bond with your clients. Is that something you guys, I mean, you've mentioned it, but that's something it seems like you focus on a lot. Absolutely. Our why is and will never change. And that is simply that we glorify God in everything that we do. And we try to be a positive influence to others. Yeah. And we just so happen to choose physical therapy to fulfill that mission, if you will. So Absolutely, our why is the most important thing. When someone comes on our team, uh, they understand that, and that what's, that's what makes it uh, so powerful, if you will. And um, I think our patients understand that too. When we market, we, we have two different forms of patients, if you will. We've had patients that have been to Premier before, and we've had patients that, uh, you know, that we're striving to get, we call those new patients. Mm -hmm. Um, and so our goal is to basically, once we get them in our, in our environment, I want them to walk in and, and they just sense something different. They, they feel something different. And, and that's our whole goal. And that, at the end of the day, boils down to our why. Uh, because I know this, uh, businesses do not like to waste money. And, yeah. and, and marketing is an area that I think uh, sometimes is uh, underutilized, uh, misunderstood, and a lot of resources are wasted. Uh, so therefore, uh, one of the things that we do is we survey. And, and I've said this before, but I think surveying is one of the least uh, misunderstood and least utilized parts of business because we want to find out some things. We want to find out what's wanted, what's needed by the general public, by our current patients. Uh, we want to find out uh, our surveys are all geared, once we, we get the patient in the door, they're geared to is it matching up with our vision and our mission statements? Uh, are we exceeding expectations? Are we providing care in a friendly, healing, positive environment? Uh, are our patients referring other family members and friends to us? Are our referral sources, are, are they happy? So we constantly survey uh, to make sure we're getting those results because we're gonna put our promotional dollars, if you will, into those areas. Um, and we've got a good mix. Uh, we, we, use, we promote to different publics, if you will, uh, to try to get our message out. I think that's another important um, feature of what you guys do that a lot of, like you said, that you think it is an underutilized part is surveying and, and making sure you know what it is that your client, your client base actually wants. Because a lot of, you know, I've seen a lot of examples um, in the years that I've worked in, in, in the marketing industry of, of companies going ahead with a, a, a marketing direction or even taking it back a level with a, a a service or a product that is not actually something that the client even is looking for. And if you're not, if you don't know what your client is even looking for by talking to them, uh, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to lead to a successful business because obviously the client is the most important person in this whole transaction. And if you're not serving the client, you're, you're, you're doing nothing essentially. Um, and so I think it is really something else that uh, other small businesses, because it is, it can be tough to do, it's some, one of those things you have to put a focus on and put some dollars behind is making sure you're getting good information from your clients and your client base 
um, and potential clients of what they would actually want from your company. Uh, and I think that you guys do a great job of it. And it's, um, it is really important. I think it is, like you said, a very underutilized thing um, across uh, all, all of business, let alone specifically small businesses. I think it's one of those things that can be easy to kind of not pay attention to. Yes, I appreciate that. You know, the number one thing, that, the, the number one reason that people come to us is because they're in pain. They also might come to us because they're going to recover from a surgery or they're trying to get back to some specific sport or, or job or, or maybe they want to play with their grandchildren or maybe they want to sleep better at night or just improve the quality of their life. So we've got to figure out exactly what people need, what they want, and we've got to deliver that. Yeah. And uh, we, we want them to experience something that they didn't know was possible. You know, some people say you don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, I say you don't know what you got till you got it. And I want them to experience something uh, that's a little bit different. And, you know, going back to the marketing and, and budgeting and, and, you know, spending money and, and resources, you know, I look at this as this is, uh, premieres in, in my mind is God business anyway. It's his, I'm just a steward of it. So, you know, every dollar we spend, no matter what it's on, I, I try to be accountable for that. Uh, and in marketing, you do have to do your research a little bit. Uh, you you got to experiment at times to see what works best. Something may surprise you, but uh, you got to figure out where to wisely uh, invest your money and get the best return. Yeah. And and that's something we've noticed over the years has changed a bit. Yeah. Uh, I remember the days uh, when the, uh, the phone book salesman would come in, right, and sit down with you. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen one of those guys in a few years yeah, now. Well, yeah. And uh, uh, we're at first, maybe most of our marketing was on the print side, that sort of thing. But now we've, we're into a whole new digital frontier. We're, we're in the social media, uh, media and we're doing videos and, and testimonies and, and self-help. And one of the things I like the most is that using the digital side is that we want to be known as the guide. At the end of the day, you know, yes, people in business, uh, they feel successful when they're growing and when they're meeting goals and certainly promotion and marketing helps that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, also people feel satisfied, whether they know it or not, when they give. And what I'm really thankful for on the digital front especially is that it gives us an opportunity to give free information, yeah. education. And I'm a believer that you can't give enough information. And our whole main objective, whether or not someone comes to us for, to, to us for physical therapy or not, is to be known as the guide. And that digital platform really helps us uh, just meet people and reach people that normally we may not have. I think that's another important, uh, it's another uh, brilliant thing you just brought up is that you can use your marketing, not only to, and, and not even your marketing, the, the, the platforms you would traditionally use for marketing, like fa like your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the, all the social media platforms that have become uh, so prolific in the marketing world. You, you've talked about using them to actually spread information. And you guys have a, a great opportunity to do that because you can give out, you can put out videos showing people, you know, exercise to do that sort of thing, spread information that can actually help them whether or not they ever come walk in your doors. And there's a knock-on effect of that sort of sort of marketing your company, you know, passively. I think it is important, and this gets back to the why you're doing what you're doing. The best businesses are run by people who 
have a strong desire to, to help people with what they're doing. Um, and it's, it's a little bit easier and more, not easier, but a little bit more sort of obvious how you help people, you know, with premier physical therapy because you're literally helping them feel better. Um, but I think any business out there, if you get down to a level, you can explore what it is you're doing and how it can help people. And I think fi figuring out a way to use that and then share that information, what it is that you do and how you can help people, um, is a good way to not only, like you said, market your company, but also just provide a benefit to to people and to the world in a way that is ultimately going. It's a it's almost a cycle, like a reciprocal cycle. You're putting out this good energy and this this good message into the world that is helping people, and then in turn, that's actually going to help your company, and which you're going to be able to put out more information and help more people. And I, and I think that cycle is something that it can be really powerful potentially. Yes, you know it. it and most people, you ask them why they do what they do, and they say, well, I want to help people. And, and that may be true or not true. And don't get me wrong. I'm very statistically driven. We have 100-plus indicators every week that, that we're looking at to, mm -hmm. to run our business. And some people ask me and say, well, how, how is Premier ran? What's that look like? And I tell them, it's a combination of, of biblical values. So take the Bible, and then you take a sports team. And you blend those together. And that's basically how our business is, is ran. But when it's all said and done, the, the main thing to me and, and to our team and the, the, the values that we have is to help other people because that's what matters. If, if someone goes into business and their main objective is to make money, they may do that for yeah, a while. Yeah. They may, and maybe their heart will change over time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if, if your, your long-term goal is to be smart business-wise to be a good steward with your resources and, and to run the business wisely, but also ask yourself, how valuable can I be and how many people can I help and can I help solve their problems? And for us specifically, our business is very personal and very intimate. People are coming to us in pain and we're trying to help them get out of pain. And life is tough anyway, when you add low back pain or shoulder <laughs> yeah. pain, you can't do what you normally love or you can't sleep at night, it gets tough. So our goal is to kind of help them uh, through that um, time in their life, if you will. All right, let's, uh, it's fantastic. Let's change gears just a little bit and talk. Um, hopefully we won't have to, this won't apply for too much longer with the vaccines rolling out and stuff. But um, how has sort of 2020 and, uh, you know, obviously the pandemic affected the way that not only your business is operated, but how you've marketed and that sort of thing? Have you have you guys made changes in, in relation to what's been going on? Obviously, I would assume you have. But um, how has that kind of looked for you guys? Kind of like a roller coaster. Yeah. And I know a lot of businesses are going through this. You know, don't get me wrong. Some businesses are thriving right now. And uh, Man, I'm happy for them. Yeah. No matter what that is, I'm, I'm happy for them. Uh, I'll, there are other businesses that are, that are really suffering right now. And um, it's been challenging. Uh, but I know this. Uh, when this when this first started, no one knew how long it was going to last or how severe it was going to be. I certainly didn't. But I knew this. When things started to slow down a little bit, the last thing I was going to do was take away dollars from the promotional department mm -hmm. and, and, and stop promoting because what I know is this, if there's a sort of a downturn and you pull back the reins on spending, if you emerge, if your businesses emerge from this, whatever the situation may be, if at all, they may be smaller. Yeah. So 
Uh, I look at uh, what's happening during an emergency. I just look at what everybody else is doing, and I do the opposite. <laughs> and so we actually poured our marketing on a, a bit. Yeah. And uh, uh, certainly the, the digital uh, side was part of that. And then reaching with our, our current patients and staying in communication with them and uh, some of the blogs we have on the website and uh, me writing personal letters. This mm-hmm. is something I do uh, to the former patients to, to try to encourage them. And one of those was a letter called Faith Over Fear. You can see that on our website also. Mm-hmm. But uh, to be honest with you, uh, and if, if I can be personal, the most frustrating thing for me as far as the business during this pandemic has been how much to spend on marketing. Yeah. Because you ask yourself, what is my true potential during this crisis? Yeah. If my potential is to get... X number of units, if I spend 10 times more, is that going to help? Right. You know, and it's finding that sweet spot there of determining how much to spend to get whatever your potential is. Yeah. And maybe my hope is a lot of other business owners. I think there's a lot of pent up business right now. Yeah. Whether it be in physical therapy or a lot of these other industries. For sure, yeah. And we're just hoping uh, that we keep promoting. Yeah. We keep we we keep finding out what's needed and wanted and keep in touch with people. And when the time is right, we're going to deliver and be valuable to them. Absolutely, I think that's a, a good perspective to look at. It's something we talked about on some of our episodes when uh, during the beginning stages of the pandemic was that. Going back, we did a lot of research um, about during uh, big economic, you know, times of economic uncertainty, uh, during stock market crashes or, or or other like pandemics or other issues like that, that the companies that do maintain their marketing um, during those times are the ones that generally emerge the best from on the other side because they're still there. They're still on people's minds during that time. And when things do get better and when, um, the, you know, the, uh, when we do recover from those situations, uh, the companies that maintained not only their marketing budget, but just kept working like, you know, like nothing was going on, obviously making changes for whatever is happening, but um, kept putting money in marketing, kept operating like they knew they were going to come out on the other side even stronger those companies did come out on the other side even stronger. And again, from our research, that was universally true. We went back and looked at a half dozen um, different economic sort of crises over the last 100 years, and that was the case in almost all of them. Um, And so I think that is something that people can keep in mind if, you you know, figuring out. And like you said, I think it is important, though, to find that balance because it is tough. It's (laughs) it's definitely a... uh, uh, a bit of a numbers game, trying to figure out and find that sweet spot. So I think that is really good advice, though. It is, and I appreciate that. And another thing that, that we've noticed was also being sensitive. So what type of promotion are you doing, uh, considering there are people afraid and, and hurting and maybe can't get out of the house or whatever the case may be. So we try to be sensitive to that. But this is also where the other aspect of what we do comes in, and that's that that. PR side. That's not the why we do it, but being involved with the communities. And, you know, we, you know, things like having food drives and packing backpacks and whatever else that we could do within the community to, to, to service those needs in times. And uh, that's something that's been real uh, important to the, us and to stay connected with the, the current people. But no, we made a decision back in April uh, you know, we talked uh, with Kimberly, our vice president of promotions. I said, we're going to double it up. It's time. It's <laughs> yeah. time that we promote uh, right now. And uh, that's what we did. Fantastic. All right. Um, uh, we have one more thing. I just want to kind of a 
general question that I think might be kind of interesting. What do you think? So, you, you know, Premier has been around since 2006 um, and you've been involved in your marketing that whole time. What do you think if you had to boil down the single most important thing you've learned over the past 14, 15 years about marketing and especially in relation to your company, what would you say that is? Number one for me personally was to stay humble and not think that I know everything. And there's always something new to learn. And my goal was always to see how do I need to reach our, our market, mm-hmm. you know, our patients? How do we how do we do that? Uh, what new techniques do we use? What new strategies? And it's just constantly been searching for um, ways to help reach as many people as possible that way. Mm-hmm. It, for, for, so for me, honestly, it's it's just the humility of knowing that I need to surround myself with smart people. I need to seek counsel on things, whether it be the our digital marketing or, or whatever aspect that we're going to do, not just within the promotional side, but within the business itself. Yeah. Uh, so there has been a lot of changes uh, within marketing, and, and there's a lot of ways out there to spend money. But we want to do it very wisely, yeah. uh, if you will, and to really search the needs of uh, what are people wanting right now, today, and what is the best way to reach them the most efficiently. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much, Dennis, for coming in and talking to us. That was brilliant. I hope uh, some people got some insights. I thought you did a, a fantastic job explaining kind of your mindset and where you guys are coming from at Premier Physical Therapy. Again, uh, what was your website? Did you it is sendmetopremier.com. So even our website is a call to action. There you go. Perfect. That's true marketing in action right there. Thank you again, Dennis, for coming in and talking to us today. I uh, hope you enjoyed yourself and didn't. it wasn't too stressful for you. No, thank you. Very honored to be here. Very grateful. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's time now for Name the Noise. In this segment, I'll play a short audio clip that is related to marketing or the history of marketing in some way. It's your job as our listeners to figure out what the sound is. Here's the noise from the last episode one more time. That was a 1979 RCA VCR. And the sound you heard at the end of the clip was the tape beginning to play the Warner Brothers home video intro from the 90s. If you were a child of the 80s or 90s and rented a lot of movies from Blockbuster, you've probably heard that tune quite a bit. I know I definitely had. Uh, I was accept- I was looking for a VCR, VHS player. Any of those things would be acceptable guesses. If you just said, oh, it's a VCR, you'll win. Congrats. You're the best. <laughs> We won't be doing a new sound on this episode, but we are planning to get back to our regular format on the next episode. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Create Your Edge. Come back next time when I'll be joined by a new expert to break down another marketing topic. Until that time, remember to get out of the damn box and go be extraordinary.
Create Your Edge is a production of Creative Edge Incorporated, a full-service marketing company headquartered in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you're enjoying our show. You can also stay in touch through Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Creative Edge in Cape Girardeau, Missouri.